Hey. Hey. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. Are you ready to record yet another episode? I am. We gotta come up with an intro. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Welcome to episode... What oh yeah, what number is this? I don't know, shit. I think it's 13. I think it's 13. Or 14. Ooh, 13. 13 episodes, bitches. <laughs> that doesn't even seem like a lot at all. <laughs> uh, but it's a lot for us. It's really hard, guys. Re- trying to keep up with the podcast or... I can't even imagine for people that you that do YouTube, dude. Like, that shit's crazy. I know. Like, I've been, obviously, now more than ever, people, I, social media traffic is wild. Like Wild. All you but while it's wild, like, while it's wild, I want to talk about a wild topic. Yes. Let's talk so about you it. you sent me an article on Snapchat from the, I think that was a Daily Mail, and it was something about... Letting your partner be with someone else and being okay with it. I don't know. I My dumbass lost the article. I unsaved it, and I never got to read it. So I want you to talk a little bit about it, and then we can completely just fucking have fun with it and just talk about that type of that, – that kind of situation. Our opinions? Yeah. Yeah, our opinions. So the article is titled, Why You Should Break Relationship Rules. And mm-hmm. – we, I think you and I were on the phone, and we were kind of talking about that the other day. And literally, the next day, I saw this article. I was like, what the hell? That's crazy. Um, so, it's a sexpert, Tracy Cox. She interviewed three women, and she talked about what they did that was different from the traditional relationship rules what they do yeah and one of them so there's three right the first one is live we live separately but are a couple and basically she goes into talk about how when they are together living together it just doesn't work they're very different she's untidy the guy's uh very neat um so living together they they were dating and then they moved in and then they were fighting every day um so they they broke up and then a little later they started to date again fell back in love and then moved in and same problem happened and eventually they they decided to live separately. And I told you that I'm studying sociology and I have heard about this and I tell people it, uh, I tell people about living apart together. That's literally like a, a name sociologists call this whole couples who live apart out of choice, but they are together. Some people mm-hmm. do this with kids, even, which obviously some people have some opinions about it. Um, oh, wow. That's interesting. What about the second lady or second girl? Okay, so that's the first one. And then the second one is she, so her husband has a a kink, 
like a sexual, he's into BDSM. And they were dating for a, like a good Wait, into what? BDSM. What does that stand for? Oh my God. I knew you were going to ask me, but I have no idea. I don't know the. Go for it. Keep talking. I'll look it up. I know it's um is a variety of often erotic practices or role playing involving bondage, discipline, dominance, and submission. So what is it? and submission? Yeah. Oh, bondage, d- discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Dude, I can't wait until we have people. Re- you know those podcasts where you're like. Look- the podcasters are talking they're like can you look it up real quick and they have a whole team like looking up shit. <laughs> yeah like someone on this side like hey real quick Emily. dude because i'm on my phone like fuck i hope it doesn't die while she's talking and i'm researching you know i know That's anyway so go on about yeah okay so that was that one so about six months basically of them dating he basically told her hey i have this this kink and um she was not into it and basically she allowed him to she hired they hired a professional and he does his thing with her like every once every two once every two months and they have little rules that they abide by they there's no penetration there's no kissing she doesn't touch him it's 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 yeah so that's that that's the second one and then the third lady Basically, basically this one was a little different I guess but so her husband started coming home from work and basically he had like a work wife and he started talking about her a lot and he she kind of was like okay and then she kind of started noticing he would stay um, at work a little later he was coming home later and then he stopped talking about her as much so she kind of started to get worried so one day she goes and gets a blowout. She gets her makeup done. She wears something that she knows her husband really likes her in. And she shows up at the pub where the work wife and the, the real husband are talking intimately. And she basically like sits next to the work wife so that the man can see, look at the difference. Like this is reality. You're in a fantasy right now type of thing. What I take from it. And because I think a lot of times when you when people cheat, I think this is just my opinion, that it sounds it's never really worth it. Like, I think once people go through with it, they're like, this was not worth it. And I just risked everything for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But it sounds intriguing. I think when you're in it, you're just like, oh, my God, someone new, whatever. Um, and that's why I kind of like the living apart but together because if sex isn't available 24 7 when you see each other you see each other at your best um you know you're not clipping your toenails and you're not you know you're, you're just you have that, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you have that space like you're, you're seeing each other you obviously look good I'm not saying that you like I wouldn't want my person to spend the night and see me like there's nothing that I necessarily want to hide but I just there's a lot of benefit you can see opinion. how it works you can see how it can work yeah people, like, yeah, yeah and yeah. i wait I wait but i want you to go on with the other story because it's getting really oh okay, okay okay so she sits next to him uh, i mean across from him but next to her and she kind of when she shows up she gives she says hi I, I figured i'd find you here 
and she lives with bomb and she gives her husband a big kiss on the on the the lips and she's like hi you know and then she shakes she puts her hand out to shake the the work wife and the work wife looks down like i cannot compete with this and so she sits down next to her and just asks a lot of questions and like this is is introducing herself and about 10 minutes after basically she just owns the conversation 10 minutes after the work wife gets up and excuses herself and from there like the work wife yeah there was no more work wife after that and he was like you know what I'm so sorry like I don't even know like it, it, it allowed him to see sort of this fantasy thing that he was making up in his head, I think, about this work wife. And then what I think he a lot of the times. Oh, sorry. Can I say something real quick before I lose my train of thought? Of course. I think a lot of the times cheating is a thrill that comes with it. Like you're doing something wrong that to you it feels good but really it's not worth it like I think it's I think it's thrill that comes with cheating and maybe that's what this man was feeling and then he saw his wife and he was like well wait a minute like you know does that make sense yeah okay yeah I I I 100% agree and 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 it's always like I don't know what I was thinking and yeah he goes on to say like we've been fine ever since like there was no so I think, and then it goes into talking about how sometimes people in those situations, they don't really think, they don't think about all of the consequences. They're kind of just in the moment, it feels good. You're not thinking about, um, especially if you don't know the person that, say you're, you're having a, an emotional affair with someone at work. And you don't know their partner, so you're not really like, well, you know. But then there's there's just still a lot to think about. Uh, you know, there's a lot to think about. So I don't think you just kind of in the moment, I don't think you think about all of the consequences that could potentially The consequences. Happen. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, consequences, yeah. Yeah, consequences. And they can get out of hand, I think, very quickly. So I, yeah. I, I can understand how it happens. Um, but. Damn, that was a good article. It was. And I, I mean, like, every wow. woman. Okay, so I, one thing that I have to say about this, since I didn't read it, right? I, all three women handled their situation very well. Because most of us bitches would go psycho if something like that, like. Yes, uh, she talked about spe- that. The especially third the third one. Yeah, especially yeah. the third one. Like, I would walk into that bar and make a fucking scene. Most of us would. Yeah. There's no denying. The second one, you would kind of be like, dude, that's fucking weird. You need to quit your shit. Like, blah, blah, blah. The first one, I forgot what the first one was. What was the first one? Living apart together, which is just, you're going to get think- judged by people like, what? You don't live together? You know? I yeah, talk that one- about it with people and people freak out. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I I love how every woman in this situation handled their business and their shit within their relationship without caring about what anybody else has to say. And not only that, but with a lot of dignity, especially the third one. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's that's very, very 
And I think that's when you get your point across and when things really work because what, and we, I think we talked about this in another episode, but we were talking about our coworkers. When we get crazy, when we sit down to that level, that's when you start getting ignored. That's when people don't really listen to what you're saying. They're just looking at how crazy you're acting. So if you really handle yourself, especially as a woman, woman, unfortunately, because men can do whatever they want and it's fine, but women have, we have to handle ourselves differently and that's okay for if once we learn how to do that, we can handle this shit. And that's exactly what these three women did. That's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And I, you know, the conversation we were having before the day before I sent this to you was, I wish we lived in a world where people were a little bit more open. Um, (laughs) And without, I, I didn't know how to say it, but this is exactly how, yeah. Like breaking traditional relationship rules. Yeah, and doing it whatever works for you and your partner, like, um, and and I think the second one, the BDSM guy, you know, she says that she doesn't. They don't really tell anybody about what they do, like their arrangement, because obviously there, there's a lot of reasons why I would assume, but it's almost like we have this one cookie cut cutter way of being in a relationship, but yet. We have no idea if, I mean, if you think about it, most, I mean, what, 50% of divorces, I mean, people with marriages end in divorce. Yep. And sometimes I think those could be saved with a little bit of um, just doing things a little bit differently. And this goes for men and women. I'm not just saying give the men what they want. This particular article was was based on that. Yeah. But, I mean, I could see men out there or other sexualities um yeah just kind of I mean I know there's people who are in relationships of three people I don't know what that's called but where there's in the the yeah I've heard about those and the thing about like the second couple you just you mentioned they didn't tell anybody anything and I, you know good it's nobody's business the way you make your relationship work with your partner is, is your your problem your business your happiness nobody else's it shouldn't fucking matter and you have no reason to be telling anyone your uh, what about your relationship and how you make it work if you don't want to you know what i mean yeah yeah and i mean me being the person that i am and want to be I I do like to share things like that just because I because we can like have conversations like these like this one right, right now yeah right. and people maybe somebody who's struggling who's comfortable enough with themselves they're like yeah I'd let my partner do that if if you know I'm comfortable with myself and I know that it mm-hmm. has nothing to do with me and and the, I mean the the husband loved the the wife yeah and what I mean together. Mm-hmm. What I mean, it's like, you know, telling your neighbor or your aunt or your cousin or what, because those, we've, and we've also talked about this before, those are the people, people close to you tend to judge, tend to be the hardest on you. But yeah, the fact that they keep it to themselves, but yeah, she opened out about the story. Awesome, right. because we are able to have this conversation for someone who didn't read this article, they are listening to this conversation and they could possibly take away something from it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, I guess I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, for for whoever doesn't want to say, for whoever's out there that is doing something differently, like, I think that's incredible and amazing. And whatever makes you happy, 
whatever brings you joy, whatever makes you feel comfortable and whatever makes you feel like, damn, this is me. Like, I, I mean, there's no other way to be because when we put people in like a box, right, we always hear that like, oh, we, we want to categorize everybody and we want to, there's a cookie, there's rules to being in a relationship and there's expectations. But at the end of the day, those people that are setting these rules, one, I guarantee you not all of them are happy and comfortable yep. and um, enjoy their day to day. And two, how do they know what the whole population likes? Yep. Like, of course there's going to be. So, you know, if there's something in your head, that's, unless it's obviously like it can't hurt anybody. It has to be like, I would say legal. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, like, yeah. I know, like, marijuana isn't legal in some places, but like, that's not hurting anybody. And so, yeah, there's just, if you're not hurting anybody, I would say, like, do if there's a little voice in your head that's been kind of like, oh, I've been kind of wanting wanting to try a threesome. Try a threesome. I know a lot of people that will say, um, don't do it because the person that you end up letting in your relationship will take your your partner. But I, I don't think that that's always the case. I don't and think so either. You have to really want it. You ha- I mean, if your relationship crumbles because of that, then I don't really know what you guys had to begin with. Yeah. So you have to be, you have to have a solid relationship. You have to have trust. I think you have to have a friendship. Um, I, and I just think that's, that's so badass that couples can, can kind of break a little bit of the rules and, and just try it. And yeah. if they do try it, I think there are women that try, you know, the whole getting a, a threesome because that's a fantasy for most people. Um, especially men. I think so, right? I was going to say that, but yeah, and you know, women are like, I was always down for that. I just needed to be comfortable with the the woman that was going to do that, but uh, but my thing is, if you try it and you don't like it, round of applause for you for trying. Yes. That doesn't mean that you have to be all crazy, or not crazy, but different, and you you know, if you like traditional things, then that's, that's what you like, and you know that. You know that for a fact, but if you're out there and you've never tried or experienced things, then you'll always kind of like, oh, like, yeah, you're playing yourself. You're playing your relationship. Hey, I like that. You're playing yourself. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, I'm glad I asked you about it because this is a good one. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Pretty- so my takeaway for anybody. Shit. I'm sorry. I keep talking over you. I'm sorry. That can be annoying. Um, wait, have we already been talking for almost an hour? No, but we haven't been recording for that long. Oh, okay. Not on, yeah. Um, so, yeah, to kind of like, um, your takeaway. Yeah, my takeaway from it, since you're the one that actually read the article. Um, I love it. I love how, again, I said this earlier, you know, the women handle themselves with dignity, the men were brave enough to speak on about it, say what's up. Well, two of them were. Um, and yeah, so if you feel a certain way or whatever, 
speak on it. And if you hear, if you're, I feel like if your partner comes to you with some shit, some deep shit like that, because it's not an easy conversation to start, right? It's not easy to go home to your significant other and be like, look, babe, I, I really want to, let's say, let's use a threesome, you know, like I really want to have a threesome, you know, or I really want to, whatever the other BS, whatever the other one was, you know, I'm sure it's not easy for men or women to come up to their significant other and throw that on the table. But if it if it does get thrown on the table, I would say respect that, take it in, digest it, and try it. Try it. If it doesn't work out, it didn't work out. At least you tried. And if you really feel in your heart that is absolutely something I cannot do, then speak on it and say it. You know, and if you could be saving your relationship, or you could be ending your relationship in nice terms, and further in the future finding somebody else who is into what you are into or somebody that you can work your values and traditions with. You know what I mean? That's my takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, it's important to just be open-minded. Like I appreciate open-minded people and, and even for myself, like to not get so like, what? That's, I can't believe you guys do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When you hear something different, just be more, like I try to approach it more as like, wow, that's so interesting. I'm so glad that I know that now, or I'm so glad like that's good to know. And if that is your reaction, because obviously when you tell your friend or you tell somebody something on that level, obviously the reaction is going to be like, what the fuck, dude? Are you serious? Y'all do that? Like, what? Then, you know, digest, take back and be like, dude, sorry, but like, I mean, it's totally cool. I don't care, but damn that's crazy or whatever you know I mean it's just reaction um it's not reaction but yeah fuck I don't even know what I'm trying to say but you know you know what I'm trying to say (laughs) do I (laughs) well I guess somebody listening knows what I'm trying to say (laughs) um I think for me I'm just saying of course it's however you normally react but then maybe try to be mindful like if some for example like if someone comes out and tells you that they're bisexual or just like anything to do with sex I mean it's we should just talk about it and normalize it and it it should be just another word it shouldn't be like this shock shocking factor but obviously there is a shock factor because we don't talk about it that much yes yes you know, masturbating and for women, I feel like there's a huge taboo. We don't talk about it. We don't, but men, man, you could talk about socks and lotion and fucking, <laughs> there's a, a comedy about it, apple pie or American, what is that one called? I don't, yeah, maybe, I haven't, I don't think I've seen those movies. American oh pie God. or something? Or, yeah, something like that. Right, it's probably American Pie. I clearly haven't seen it um, in a long time, but yeah, there's and there's nothing. I mean, I don't even want to say there's nothing wrong with that. That's such a normal thing, but with women, we treat it. There's like this shame against it. Like, oh yeah, I you know I pleasure myself, or but I love to normalize that because one thing there's a show I think I was telling you about. It's called Sex. Um, education Mm -hmm. and it's such a good show about sex and just normalizing it Um, but I think one of the times the guy gives advice and he's like 
she kind of doesn't know what she likes. One of the girls, she kind of just does like the porn faces. She asks like the the question, like, "Oh, do you want to, you know, ejaculate on my chest?" And just she like, she just asks these questions, and he's like, "I want to do what you want to do. Like, what do you want me to do? What feels good for you?" And she kind of was like, "Huh." I don't know what I what I like or what I want to do. She was always just kind of playing this part for the guys she was sleeping with. And mm. so she kind of goes to this guy for advice. And he's she's like, I don't know what I like. Like, I have a problem. And he's like, well, what do you like when you, you know, pleasure yourself? And he, she's like, I don't. She's like, ew, I've never done that. And he's just like, well, how are you going to know what you like if you don't even know what you like? Like, how can you tell someone what you like if you don't know what you like? And I think that that's such a beautiful concept or, or powerful, maybe not beautiful, but like powerful because I learned, I think I've talked to you about this in my human sexuality class that most people or not most, but a lot of women don't know where their clitoris is. So I think if a guy, vaginas are very complex, like they don't look all the same. And they, they're different sizes. Like, they're just so different. And if you don't know what you like and where your, your, yeah, if you don't know what you like and what your body can do, it's very hard to tell people what you, what you want. And it's hard. I think it's so powerful to go in and tell, say you're in an interaction with sex and you're like, or you're engaging with, with someone and they're like, oh, what do you like? Or like, if you're just like, oh, I don't know, like do whatever you want. That's cool, but I think it's so powerful when you're like, oh, well, let me, I like this. You know, I think that's very, yeah. there's a lot of confidence in that. And also, there's confidence in telling someone that they don't like that. Like, oh, no, no. Yes. You know, no bite me, me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah. what it is, like some guy, you know. Um, so, yeah, being able to say what you like, what you don't like, and that all comes down for women. Um or what I want to emphasize is women knowing and trying out their bodies and getting comfortable with their bodies. Um, it's such a powerful thing, but I will, it's kind of hard to, to do that when we have a lot of taboo around it. What do you think? Well, yeah. And like you said earlier to normalize it, and I think slowly and but surely we will eventually normalize it, especially through having um, conversations like the one we're having right now listening to women like the article that you read listening to an episode like this like it would just open your mind make you think and uh and hopefully like take away for the better of your yourself your relationship whatever the hell you're doing um but yeah normalization i think it's going to come through good conversations and open-minded conversations i should say yeah, and I mean, everybody on this planet deserves a good, healthy sex life. Everyone. Everyone, so, yes. If you, that's just my thing. Like, whatever you want to do or got to do to figure that out to make you happy and it's safe and responsible, then I'm all for it and I'm, I'm here for it. Just kind of like trust yourself and your body and what you want to do. Yeah, enjoy yourself and your body. Yeah, and like you said earlier, um, know yourself, know what you want, and while also respecting the other person and, and what they want, you know? So, all right. Well, all right. we'll talk soon. Obviously, um, our goal is to 
hopefully record more or every day. Yeah, it's being this quarantine bitch, but yeah, I love you, and I'll talk to you. I'll probably call you a little later. Okay, sounds good. Okay, love Bye. you. Bye.